0: You are listening to the Run Duo Podcast, a program to entertain and to inform for runners by runners. Now, here are your hosts, India Cook and Tommy Mitchell. And we are back and we are the The Run Run Duo. Duo. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? We told y'all we'd be back in two weeks. And look, we (laughs) here. We in
1: this thing.
0: Now, I'm Tommy Mitchell.
1: And I am India
0: Cook. And this is episode 15. 15. Yeah, we made yeah. it 15 episodes. That's yes. what I'm talking about. We're knocking it out. Now, this is going to be a great show. Now, we got yes. we got a guest coming up, uh, mm-hmm. Lily Solomon, Tiger Lily. Yes. She's got a very inspirational story mm-hmm. about getting to her 70.3 Iron Man in Augusta. But before we get there, you know we got some stuff to talk you about. You know
1: we got shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans.
0: To talk about.
1: Yes.
0: So much She's goes on in the running world. Of
1: course. And just to wait. So I think we first want to congratulate those that have completed the Detroit Free Press um, over the last couple weekends. And then Boston Running Festival also took place in D.C. And then Marine Mar- Marine Corps Mar- Marathon also took place. So congratulations to all the runners that finished those. I saw a lot of people that went to a couple of those within the same yeah. like within a week. Like, like, it was just- like all right, I'm going to knock out Boston Running Festival Baltimore. I Baltimore. Keep yeah, you keep saying Boston Baltimore on my mind. Yeah. Baltimore, running, Baltimore
0: festival. running festival. Excuse me, guys.
1: Baltimore did you know running that was festival started by
0: Blackmore? No. Okay, and I might—I don't think I'm wrong because I was looking at the National Black Marathoners, Marathoners Association. Right. They had mm-hmm. their banquet up there. Yes, and and they put a, they put a, a young lady in the Hall of Fame. And I, and I and I'm so sorry, guys. I did not um, get her name, mm-hmm. but. I think it was a black woman. They were putting her in their Hall of Fame. She was one of the starters of the Baltimore Running Festival. That's
1: awesome. It seems like a really good weekend. I'm going to have to, at some point, make my way up there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they say Baltimore is just as hilly as Atlanta.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, that's what they say. That's what, well, that's what people in Baltimore say. But, you
1: know, oh, okay, but you they know. ain't made it to Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, I don't know
0: about it. We'll all
1: that. see, we'll see,
0: we'll see. But you were saying, you were yes, congratulating people. I was just people. saying
1: congratulations to everyone that had finished that. Of course, it's fall marathon season, so a lot of stuff is going on. Those races are going. Um, and then we have the big Super well, not officially the Super Bowl of running. For some people, it might be the Super Bowl of running. But New York Marathon is this coming weekend so yes. that is super super exciting that is coming up on sunday so i hope that everybody runs happy and runs smarts and has an amazing
0: race for new york what do you think of the elites for the new york city marathon this year
1: so i've been kind of looking at um is it legat
0: yeah legat yes, i been watching
1: him so i just i actually just started following him maybe a couple months ago on instagram i didn't know that he was
0: 43 43
1: i didn't know he was 43
0: yeah he's he's trying to break meb's masters yes. Yes. record um but they have him down as an elite like he might have a chance of winning they i do. mean as somebody who was over 40 no nah, you ain't winning bro
1: really <laughs> no you think age
0: yeah what do i think age I'm tired right now.
1: I know you're tired, <laughs> and I'm sleepy too. But I also know that we know some pretty fast forty fifth year old.
0: Yeah, but you know what? There's also a really fast twenty eight year old um, that that, right. that will be running along with him, yeah. and it's just youth is always going to win over age, basically. Now, not not I yeah, with, like, with, like,
1: with biologically. Yeah,
0: marathons. It's a little different, though. Mm-hmm. You really don't hit your stride until you get into your 30s, right? Really with marathons, right? But I just can't see, you know, a 43. And this is his first marathon.
1: Yes, but because he's used to doing, he has the he holds the American record for the three thousand and the five thousand meter for track work. So he definitely does that, and he's trying to get this race under two twelve twenty. Is what he's trying to get New York under.
0: And I think the winner's gonna be definitely faster than that. Okay. Even though I mean New York is not a fast marathon by any means right. of the word, but I, I can't see him uh, that that time, mm-hmm. you know, when unless it is a unless it turns into a Boston. Right. Where it's just storming and there's other, you know, things going on right. and somehow that, you know, he he tuss it out, his experience gets it gets it done. Um, I'm thinking um De I think is his name, uh, he won uh, yeah, he won Boston yes. in 2013 and 2015. He's 28. Mm. I'm thinking he's probably going to be ending up the winner, even though they have the gentleman that won it last year is running again, too. I just think um, the sensei is going to be the one that, that kind of comes out on top in this mm.
2: one. Okay.
1: Well, we going to see. I I look forward to... Uh, I need to record it because I won't be in town, but I think that... Uh,
0: Did y'all... Wait, I don't know if y'all caught that. Uh, Did you see how yeah. she it in there? <laughs> I'm gonna have to record it because I'm not gonna be in town. But they, because they ain't got TVs where well, you going, right?
1: They might have TVs. So I'll be out the
0: country. Oh, the that's, the, that's what you want to get to. That's what she was trying to get to. She was trying to slide someone <laughs> in there, and y'all, were, y'all weren't y'all were paying attention. She was like, oh, i ain't gonna be in town. The time difference. Oh, yeah. We Well, you know, I'm gonna be out of the country, so you never know what. You know how they do in other countries. You don't know how they do.
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> So, but I want, of course, I'm gonna get the understanding of what happened because I'm gonna be missing the New York
0: City Marathon. Okay. But, okay. Yes. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna record it as well, but I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely watch it live. I don't know, because um, you know what, I, and, I, and it's probably because I haven't been running as much. I haven't been following other people. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I congratulate everybody when they finish. Right. But I, I usually, I you know, I'll get the app and I'll put everybody's name in right. and things like that. But this year, I really haven't been doing that. There's
1: been few and far in between, and I think there's a lot of runners that are doing more like secretive running. Like you'll be, they'll finish, and you're like, "Oh, you ran New York!" Like they're not really verbally yeah. saying, "I'm going to New York this weekend," or "I'm going to Chicago," or whatever, until they finish, and you're like, "Oh." Because I'm with you, like I haven't been doing up on the whole tracking a lot of people and all that. The the vibe this year has definitely changed in regards to that. So yeah,
0: maybe maybe we just overdid it. Maybe we just like yeah. you know in the last couple Over the last because few years. you know and and you know I don't know how it is in other cities, but Atlanta is very social. It's it a very is. social it's sport. Like a
1: big family, yeah, we like to
0: hang out. Yeah. We like to run then drink. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. And I think maybe we overdid it. Maybe we we went too big too soon, and now everybody's kind of right, leveling off. Right. I don't think it's a we, we, but it's definitely leveling off. But you know what? I we see still a lot of stuff. exactly. But yeah. I see a lot of other cities picking up where we left off. Yes, I see a lot of other groups having the big cheer squads mm-hmm. and having the the pre-marathon um, get-togethers in these different cities. Exactly. You know, kind of thing. So I and think we yeah, exactly. So. You know, it, I think maybe we showed the world how it's supposed to be yeah. done. And
1: I think that's something that I love about Atlanta. I still feel like it's a, a great and welcoming run community. But just like running in general as a sport, we do well with coming together and the camaraderie and all of that. Because at the end of the day, even though running is an individual sport, is what your body can do, what you do, your pace, your race. Mm-hmm. It still is the support that you need to get to that point is what's important. So
0: Exactly. And I, you I think, um, you know, and you'll hear a lot about that uh, in the interview with uh, Lily because she talks about her, her tribe. Yes. A lot in, a, in that interview and how they Safety pushed her for so it. So it does. If you have mm-hmm. a, a tribe of people that run. Myself, I actually, um, and, and I think I might have said this on the last podcast, I'm going to try to run Publix yes. with the new course. Yes. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. We Not are. Publix, but about what ATC is doing yes. um, that has to do with the Olympic trial. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be running that. and And, I, and you said you're going to keep tabs on me. I, I am. I'm, okay, so I'm doing the beginner's hansen okay and i'm i'm week one actually i'm more than 18 weeks out but i'm giving myself a two-week cushion because okay. you're coming you're, i'm going through the holidays there's yeah. a good chance I might fall off during I the Christmas. There's a good chance I might fall off the week yeah. of New Year's. So I'm giving myself a two week cushion okay. so I can always come back and kind of okay. you know re up. You can check in with you weekly. You can check in. I, I finished my first week. It was okay. only. It was How only you feel? It's fine. It's only ten miles. Anyway, oh. <laughs> but okay. this week, um, I think it jumps to fifteen. But okay. by week six, which will be the week I'm going down to Orlando to run, um, in the Orlando Half Marathon, mm-hmm. um, the OUC, um. That will be week six and... Uh, did I say marathon? I mean half marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be week six. So I'll already be up to, you know, a, a pretty... That's when you start getting to the speed work and the okay. tempo runs okay. um, on week six in the beginner's Hansen. But anyway, okay. um, so I'm going to be running that and I've already hollered at one of my tribe members you know um mark monroe yeah. because i mean I, I, i've talked about
1: always down.
0: he always down that's one brother that you said hey man i need you to run 20 miles with me mm-hmm. when we leaving. Always always yeah let's go mm-hmm. let's let's do this so um he had already signed up for the half so he was like mm-hmm. yeah once you sign up let me know and i'll go ahead and sign up for the marathon too because honestly that's the most enjoyable marathon i've ever run right. running with mark it was it was great and i'm very mm-hmm. much a loner Runner, Yeah, I really run by myself quite often, but I I definitely enjoyed it. So I understand that whole tribe thing.
1: Yes, and I think, you know, over the marathon training season for me with Chicago, I did a lot of loner runs, and I had some people kind of in my ear like, you need to do more group runs. It'll make you go faster because you're pushing yourself. And I'm like, eh. Like, I'm kind of like, yeah, I probably could. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, I, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed the solo runs a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, you clear your mind, you, you know. And, you know, you could, especially if you're trying to do a certain pace. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, definitely, because I know... They say running with a group, you keep a, but in Atlanta, them fools be trying to fly. They be rolling.
1: And that's where I am. I'm kind of one of those runners where I'm not going to chase you. Like, I don't really do well with that. It actually is discouraging for me. Yeah. So for people that don't know that about India, it is (laughs) discouraging for me for you to take off and I am left in the dust. Like, yes. I might as well run by myself. Why did I drive to this place at this time <laughs> and you gone? Like, I'm out here on the streets by myself. Like, I could have run in my neighborhood and not spent gas driving to your run if I'm going to be running by myself. Exactly.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, completely, I completely understand that. But I do that.
1: understand the aspect of running with the group and running with people. It kind of, it pushes you to try to keep up. So
0: And, and with... That, we kind of segue really well into what you were talking about, about the, the, the back of the Packers for New York City. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. So last year, I was strolling on Facebook, and I um, came across a New York Times article and, and video. Um, it is a runner in in New York. Her name is Stephanie Pennington. And she actually started, it, it is a, um, um, a group gathering or a group cheer squad called The Project Finish. Um, and what she does is every on um excuse me at the New York Marathon she goes out starting at 7:30 p.m. and her and people that are interested in, in gathering with her actually go out to the New York Marathon and actually cheer on the back of the pack the back of the packers so they don't start until 7:30 p.m. so they go out and just basically cheer until everybody that started the race finishes the race Wow. Yes. And so for those that don't know, the race director for the New York City Marathon, he actually stays out there as well. He is one of those race directors that wants to see everybody cross the finish line and ensures that they get a medal. Now, the time clock does go off at 730 p.m., but there's the finish line. The actual finish line is still there and they can cross the finish line and they still get a medal. The route is taken up, but they can still be they can still finish along like the sidewalks and things of that nature.
0: Well that's great that they still get a medal cuz yes. I know that's a big thing. Yes. Cuz if you if you finish the distance Mhm get and,
1: and this project finish are, these are actual finishers that are, these are actual runners and groups of people that actually coming out there to actually cheer these people on specifically for the people that take longer than the average um, New York runner. So the average New York marathon runners finish within four hours and 35 minutes. I thought that that was real interesting when I heard about that. So four hours and 35 minutes is the average runner that runs the New York marathon. Really? That's, the average of the, that's the average time frame of runners for the New York marathon. I thought that was interesting. That's actually fascinating. I that's, thought that, that, me too. I thought so too. However, of the runners that basically finish after, um, Basically, after 7.30 p.m., they usually take 8 to 10 hours to finish the race. Mm. So, literally, individuals that are finishing, that Project Finish are bringing in, they are running between 8 to 10 hours to finish the full marathon. So, it is very touching to see a lot of the people's stories that are there and just understanding that they said that they find friends along the route they finally got into Chicago. They finally got into New York, and they were like, "You know what? I'm not going to give up. If I have to walk, run this. If I have to walk the whole way, they said they're going to finish it. And so it's just about finishing and. The fact that they have people out there cheering them on to the at the finish line is great. Because some races that you go to, it's, it's dead silent, and you don't know what's going on. The finish line is pulled up, and you, you may not get a medal.
0: And, I mean, because we talked about, um, you know, um, the 300-pound and running. Right. Um, you know, he, he had an open letter to the race directors. Of course. And, and it's great to see a world major mm-hmm. think so hard about exactly. the people at the back of the back. But you would think that of a city like New York. Because it's mm-hmm. such a big melting pot city, right. they understand there's going to be differences and right. they celebrate them.
1: Exactly. And I spoke directly to Stephanie um, Pen- Pennington and she actually said that she wants to take Project Finish on the road. So she wants to do it at other major races. Oh, wow. Um, like she mentioned Chicago um, and a couple other races that she would like to do that because she understands there's a lot of people that are you know in the back of the pack that don't have that support and don't have that cheer squad at the end. And that's what keeps people to continue to do, mar- continuing to do Keep running, Yeah, is because you have that love and that support at the end. So I think that it's amazing. And I mean, I would love to do something like that here in Atlanta. I guess the public's may be like the biggest race to be able to do that. in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We don't have a lot of huge, like large, turnouts for longer races. Our big turnout is, you know, ten K. Exactly. Yeah, we don't yeah, with Speechy road race, which I mean, you know, the people that are back of the pack that like being there. Right. So it's not not kinda the same thing. It's very different. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. It would be great if we did have something like that for some of our, you know, Mm publics. Full and half. Right. Um
1: Jeff Galloway, I know is Jeff Galloway's a half, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeff I've right. never done it. You, you know, okay. I've never done it.
1: I've never done mm-hmm. it either. I keep saying I would because he has an amazing jacket. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he does. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, he's am like, sorry. His clothing is so <laughs> gorgeous.
1: It is, it's better than those cotton t shirts that we get. <laughs> I think one yeah. year he had like a like a vest. Like it, he has nice. Yeah, stuff he does have
0: nice stuff. Here. But I mean, he has you know he's he's with a running store, so I think that's oh, another yeah. reason that you know yeah. he kind of gets the nice stuff. Now, um, you were saying um, about congratulating the people at MCM and Detroit Free. You got anybody, any, any winners that you wanted to talk about?
1: So, I think I did see that Shawana White actually got third place for yes. Detroit Free Press. So, congratulations, congratulations. Shawana. That is amazing. Oh. You continue to keep behind, and we just keep keep cheering you on. And we, we cannot can wait. wait. Yes, <laughs> Olympic trials. We cannot wait. So you smash that and you come see us in Atlanta again. So that is completely, that's really, really awesome.
0: Now, talking about the Olympic Trials. Yes. Now, we were talking about Publix, but mm-hmm. um, ATC, Atlanta Track Club. Now, everybody knows the Olympic Trials are going to be here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to, a, po- a what is it, two podcasts ago? Yes, two. Um, Jay Holder was talking about um, the Olympic Trials course it's going to be loops it's mm-hmm. not going to be just a flat out you know 26.2 miles in it's right. going to be in atlanta but it's going to be um, loops which number one i like cuz that means i can go out and watch and i can see the you know i can it's see them more than, than, than once yeah i can see them more than one time mm-hmm. um, but they're actually going to allow us to run on one of the loops um, it's called what is this 2019 road to gold mm-hmm. and it's going to be coming let me see if i can find this date here hold on cuz they got a discount package going on right now it's going to be March 2nd. So it's a little bit, a couple of weeks before the Publix Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 8.2 miles, but that's one of the loops for the Olympic trial. So you'll have an opportunity to actually run on the course that Olympians or people trying to get into the Olympics right. will be running on. Exactly. And right now they got a deal. So if you're going to run Publix, you can get the Road to Gold, which is the, the loop, mm-hmm. plus the Atlanta Marathon. I guess it's Publix Atlanta Marathon yes. um, for $120.
1: Right. That's not bad. I think that's amazing. I, I'm not doing Publix, but I would love to you do You sure you don't want to do Publix? I am not doing Publix. It's do a I new need, course. Do I need to repeat myself? It's
0: a new course. I
1: am not doing Publix.
0: Okay. Y'all okay. need to get on board with this new course.
1: I am not doing Publix, but I would love to do the Road to Goal 8 mile Race. I will. I am here for all of that.
0: <laughs> I am. I'm here. Don't you want us to have a major marathon in Atlanta? I would love to. The only way you can I do can- that is by running the marathon.
1: I would love that, but I wouldn't be running it anyway because I'm just running majors.
0: That's what I'm saying. If we, okay, so you're telling me if Atlanta Marathon, the public's Atlanta Marathon became as big as, I'm not going to talk about a world No, you. let's just say as big as LA. Eh, got,
1: mm. I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> yeah.
0: Big I as LA you. or big as San Francisco. I
1: hear you. It could get bigger. I just, but the only interest, way we
0: can do that is to
1: to run it. I don't have an interest right now in running a 20, 20, running 26.2 miles in Atlanta. Like, I just don't have Damn. an interest in that.
0: People like, in Atlanta? No. I get
1: it. I just don't no. have an interest of running 26.2 in Atlanta. Yeah. I like, guess. the way that I be cussing and fussing and carrying on for but a pe- half marathon okay. in Atlanta, I don't see myself doubling
0: that. I don't time. know how many people run the San Francisco Marathon. And I understand you're running across the Golden Gate Bridge and yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's huge. It's huge. They're here they definitely have just as many heels as they we do. probably do. Just as many.
1: There's probably thousands of people that don't have the same perception as I do. However, this this person right now that you're talking to, Tommy, India Cook, nah, nah. It ain't happening, bro. I'm sorry. It sounds good. It sounds real good. You got it though. I mean, go out there. You are ready. You are training. Like, let's go.
0: Okay. So anyway, um, if you did not see, the we we just broke the marathon world record. Yes. Like, I don't know, what, a a few weeks ago? Yes. Now, they have broken the half marathon world record. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a Kenyan. Surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. Um, Abraham Kiptum. he ran the Valencia half marathon in 58 minutes and 18 seconds. Yes. That's a pace of 426 per mile.
1: 426.
0: 426. Sprinting. Rolling. Yes. So he broke um, De Sese. Now, um, Tedese, I'm sorry, it's Tedese. Tedese, he ran the Sub 2. I mean, uh, well, he ran with Kipchoge Mm -hmm. in the Nike. Trying to
1: break 2. Yeah, breaking breaking
0: Mm 2. He was the world record holder since 2010. He had run it in 58.23, but, you know, was broken by the Kenyan. Right. So what 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 do you think we is is something going on is is it when they somebody breaks one that's when everybody like you know what if he, you know yeah okay.
1: it's, it's another challenge it's another challenge as soon as someone breaks one they're like all right I'm gonna work to to beat that it's a challenge it continues to go to get faster and faster it's a challenge
0: at some point you got it. Do, you, do you think it can, can keep because I mean the, the marathon world record stood for quite a while.
1: Yeah, I think when it comes to the distance races, it will be lengthier time. Like, I don't think that it will be, like, next year or the year after. Like, I think it will be more gaps of time in between breaking the records.
0: Well, you know, um, Mo, Mo Fair said he can go faster. He said, hey, I go faster.
1: I'm sure he can. What do you think? He has that cocky personality. I think think he 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 could. I think he could. I think now he has a taste of really what it looks like, and I think that he has officially transitioned his mind from track to road. I said So I think that he – I think he could do it. It's going to look different, but I think that he could do it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean – But he he's going to have
1: to grab it within the next year or two. He can't wait too much longer than that because there's some people coming. He's, there's some people coming, and he's not getting young.
0: Well, kids. number one, uh, the reason why I think Kipchoge – is so good is because of the way he trains right he trains like he did when he first started when he didn't have a dime to his name right and i think that's why he's so good mm-hmm. I-, I said this before. mo fair got too good of a life mm-hmm. his life is too good right to mean for him to be he, able to train like that he
1: has to transition he has to transition his mindset mm-hmm. even transitioning his mindset from track to road is different like your your mindset and how you do things on the track mm-hmm. is very different than road racing yes yeah,
0: that, that's definitely true. Definitely, definitely, definitely true. But anyway, so world record in Valencia for the half marathon. But did you see these people running in the Listen, flood?
1: In Venice? <laughs> Listen. Did y'all see that Venice Marathon this previous weekend? They literally it was the streets were flooded. They literally had water up to their ankles, if not deeper, literally running this marathon. Flooded.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Would that you might have, have missed that one. Would you have been Yeah, that I ain't going to make that. Listen. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah it was it was like up to their knees yeah at least, least. from what i saw yeah, at I least saw
1: some pictures of knees and i saw some pictures of like just mid ankles but it was mm. it was high it yeah
0: was high. and which is a city that floods often because of the canals right. or you know whatever but yeah and maybe you know and maybe we just don't know and that's the fun of it right you know so yeah, maybe they enjoy that kind of thing
1: yeah i guess they do but for me I was complaining running Chicago and my feet were sloshing at mile five because it was raining a little bit. And <laughs> I don't think I could have done that. <laughs>
0: now, now, you were talking about uh, Bernard uh, Lagat. Yes. He's an American. Yes, he is. Which, you know, at 40, I don't know if he's our world's best hope because you know who's out for the spring marathon. Mm-hmm. Galen. Galen's out.
1: Yeah, I heard he got injured. Is that well? He, he was hurt well in Chicago. In Chicago. They yeah.
0: said he was already injured. And he yeah. was just trying to tough it out right. because he was the champion. Right, he was exactly. the defending champ. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he was just trying to tough it out. But yeah, he went ahead and had the Achilles surgery. So he's done uh, for the spring
1: marathons. Right. Lord Jesus. Well, I mean, but everybody. He's been kind of touch and go like I know he had his win, but it's just kind of I think he's been kind of touch and go as far as people doubting if he how how well he could be.
0: Well, first off, I mean, okay, so I don't like when they separate like that when they go and the winner is Skip Jogi. And the close American was. I don't right. like when they do that, right? right because right. to me, that lessens it mm-hmm. for the American. To it me, does. it makes them less wanted. Okay, you got to stop competing with other Americans. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we all human beings. We yeah. all we we all, we all got legs. Right. We all got you know and, you know what we all train. Yeah. Exactly. So why do do we say okay? It's almost like we're saying okay, Kenyans and and Ethiopians are just automatically going to win for sure. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point, the, the Swedish were yeah. the fastest it's distance not true. runners. It's
1: not true. And they, they keep continue to underestimate the Americans. And I just really think that they, it, it, that needs to change.
0: Well, I think it hurts the Americans because they just compete against each other. Mm-hmm. They just kind of think, well, I can just be the fastest American. Mm-hmm. No, you need to be the fastest yeah, in the them. world. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you need to be the fastest in the world. Um, and, and, you know, shoot for that. Right so but anyway so galen's out unfortunately so that that's probably i, I don't i don't really don't know any other american men
1: Mm-mm.
0: that that even come close all
1: right so we'll see we got some interesting stuff going on in spring 2019
0: yeah i'm gonna win the public's mayor atlanta go get it
1: <laughs> you better be confident tommy go get it i'm
0: here for all of that <laughs> i'm here for all of that so did you see those people that got married in the middle of the detroit free press You didn't
1: think that was so sweet
0: Dude, well, I mean, now I liked it because I'm sure it was very inexpensive.
1: <laughs> You're not right. That's the only reason why you liked it.
0: Dude, I ain't gonna lie.
1: They're both runners. <laughs> They're both. Uh, runners. Don't you start.
0: <gasps> <laughs>
1: we can have a whole podcast on dating another
0: runner. Trust me, yes. me dating another runner is the greatest thing in the world. No, no,
1: no, no. <laughs>
2: I am anti. <laughs>
1: Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to your hobby. And you yourself.
0: know what? I might try to contact the people that got married. And, you know, it's just like, okay, so so you get married in the middle of the marathon and yeah. then you have a reception. Right. At the end, bam, done. Go on your honeymoon. There you
1: go. Know. And you was happy. And you didn't spend a lot of money. You Dude. did. Both of y'all are runners. So you did it while y'all were both doing your hobbies. Like, why
0: not? The only thing is, you know, I mean, don't, I mean, I enjoy being a runner. I mean, it's, it's very fulfilling. It's a nice hobby. I just—I've told you this before. I don't like it when I look at my Instagram and all I see is running photos. Yes, it kind of bothers me. I like understand. that is not my whole world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I am a, a full person. I'm a—I'm a whole person. You whole. I'm a whole person. Mm-hmm. I do more than just run. I do mm-hmm. other things. Right. So I, I mean, I don't know if I want to incorporate. I don't know if I want to incorporate any kind of running. So even though you know, I know you're anti dating a runner. I know you date fit people. Yes, you know, right people that that exercise and stuff that like is that. A must. But would you want that in your wedding? Like, would you want something kind of signaling, hey, we're fitness junkies. Not would you want something that in in your no, wedding? No, 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 no,
1: no, no, Not fitness junkies. At the time when I was dating a runner, of mm. course, I would, I was thinking run, something run related. But y'all going to have running but shoes on in the, no, y'all going to run do down, down the shoes. aisle? No, I wouldn't do running shoes. But it would have been like a bib or something incorporated. Like something would have been incorporated because that's how we met. But now, no, I don't want. It doesn't need to be for anything fitness related. It doesn't need to be anything like that. And I mean, at one point, I was like, oh, well, maybe I will have everybody in my bridal shower to at my bridal in my bridal party to
0: like do a 5K or something with me. But well, did you get a save the date for the wedding we're gonna be going to next month? I did, m- and it
1: was a bib. It was it a was race really bib, cute. and I ain't gonna lie.
0: Cute. When it first got here and Heather had, I
1: said, what the hell you run, what race you running? Right, because I didn't look at it. I was like, <laughs> Where did you get this from? Yeah, it was a bib. Yeah, it was really. And bib. now
0: they are more into um bodybuilding now. i don't want to say i want to say fit is it bodybuilding
1: still do they still call it bodybuilding yeah they still call it bodybuilding
0: okay or fitness right.
1: competition i want to
0: say fitness competition okay. fitness bodybuilding competition just sounds bodybuilding. so 1980s okay fitness
1: um, competitions. that's what they're doing now yeah they, they met through running
0: they met through running that right. is true so you think maybe like they'll do pull-ups like at the on the thing i doubt it
1: I doubt it. I think that the, at the we're gonna see at the wedding that they're not gonna probably do any of that. They're not. You don't.
0: You don't think no. maybe like a a snatch press. No. At the.
1: I don't think they're going to No. That. They're going to be happy to not be not have to do any of that. Because they've been training. Both of them have been training. Been still tra- but they were like in New York
0: doing pull-ups on the damn um, street sign. You yes. didn't see
1: that? Who knows? Yes, because Damon is
0: just, that's just what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I was just praying the street sign didn't fall. That's all I was, <laughs> Oh Jesus, don't let this did. street sign fall on this boy. <laughs> anyway.
1: But yes, we should have a whole podcast on that. But, yeah.
0: Anyway. mm mm-hmm well now um we've had our guest um on hold for too long so we need to bring her on uh miss tiger lily lily solomon yes. so, for this great interview um and we'll bring her on now all right and we are back with the run duo and today we have a great guest yes, we do. lily solomon the tiger lily how you doing today lily
3: I'm doing great. How are you guys? <laughs>
0: great. Okay, great. Great, great. Well, just happy that you took time out of your day. Now, Lily, um, we wanted to talk to you because I've been following you on Instagram for a couple of years, probably, and we want to talk to you about, you know, your half Ironman that you just finished. But just kind of tell us how did you get into to running itself? Like, were you a runner as a kid and got back into it, or is it something you just picked up as you got older? Tell us how you got into it. So,
3: the high school um, long distance runner. I did the mile, two miles um, for high school and cross country. And then I was, running, um, when I was, young, I was still running when I was in the Army, but I took a break as a single mom to kind of do my kids' activities, and as they got older, I got back into it.
0: Okay. And so when did you, because uh, you were saying you ran when you were younger, so when did you actually get back into it? How long ago?
3: In 2011, I started doing half-marathons, um, and then in 2014, I did my, Marine Corps was actually my first marathon. Nice.
0: Oh, wow. it Marine
1: Corps had just happened this past weekend. Okay. That's correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: It's what,
3: one of my favorite
0: marathons. Is it how many times have you have you done it more than once? I've
3: done it twice.
0: Twice, okay, yeah. That I was planning on doing it this year, but you know, injuries and cupcakes got in the way so
1: <laughs> <Not cupcakes talking.
0: laughs> I, I did because i can't blame it all on the injury it's, it's half because i wasn't running and i was eating cupcakes and cookies all the time and wasn't you know doing what i need to do but anyway that's just we're not gonna talk about me we're here to talk about you um so um marine corps is your, your favorite um marathon and you're you're an army vet now of course i'm sure when you were in the army you had to run and, and you know that sort of thing how long were you in the army
3: Five years, I did active and reserve. They actually wanted me to try out for the
0: Army team, but I was pregnant with my second son at that point. Mm. Uh, okay, understandable. Yeah, It's kind of hard to run, you know, fast, I guess, when you're when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. So you get out of the Army. I don't know.
3: We got, I don't know. we got Olympic, We got Olympic runners who are, who are running while pregnant. Yeah, they are.
1: I know some people that I follow on Instagram that are pregnant and running, and they still dropping seven-minute
0: miles. How? How can you do that with a baby in your belly?
1: what do you mean how like you feel like it's going to drop out it's well, not going to yes! drop out nowhere <laughs> it can't just drop out it may just be a little bit extra weight but it's not dropping anywhere Tommy it can't just fall through You're that right.
0: thing it can't <laughs> okay fine I don't know anything about being pregnant except food babies that's the only babies I know so y'all get off me alright so um, so you you know you 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 have the two kids but you, you get back into running you do the marathon. What made you to decide to do a triathlon? Was it something that you had always wanted to do, or did you have a friend do it? What what kind of got you into doing triathlons?
3: You no know, FOMO is real, right? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I originally um, one of the guys in the triathlon community, Kendrick Lamont, had was doing triathlon. I met him; he was nice guy, and um, and he talked about doing triathlons. And I'm like, and he called me a one trick pony. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> like, throwing jabs! I was like.
3: I was like whatever I'm a runner I'm good with that and then I met my friend Gina um, who was doing her first triathlon and I wanted to get into the fitness level that she was into and she said do boot camp and come do boot camp and swim with me and I hadn't been in a pool in 25 years so
2: um,
3: I told her I'll be more than happy to come in the pool with you but I am not ever doing a triathlon (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, famous last words. So I'm gonna say I'm never gonna be rich, or maybe I then I I have, I'll win the lottery. <laughs> <Exactly>. Right?
1: <laughs> claim it.
3: So she convinced me to come in the pool. I started swimming with her, um, which I hadn't been in 25 years in the pool. So I started swimming, saw her triathlon, met her coach, and um, kind of fell in the kind of fell in love with the sport really quick because it, it pushes you to another level. Marathons push you to a level another level. So. Long distance and challenging myself has always been something I like doing. So, um, so the search for a bike began um, in 2016, and, um, and so I started, you know, started training with her coach, and, started, and that's how I got into it um, to begin with. But it's been a journey.
0: <laughs> I, would say say so. yes. <laughs> I would say so. Yes, I would say so because I I have kind of watched you on your journey now. Okay, so recently you did the half, of course, or the 70.3 Ironman. Now, that wasn't your first triathlon, was it? You had done, like, shorter distances before?
3: I had done three sprints before that.
0: (laughs) Are you kidding? No,
3: so I did two sprints last year, and I was supposed to do an Olympic one um, this year, and... um, I cracked the rib. Um, Bruce cracked the rib. Um, they think I cracked it right uh, in June, right before,
0: like two weeks before my Olympics. So I had to downgrade to the sprint. Okay, so just you kind of segued it in perfectly <laughs> when you talk right. about cracking a rib. You have had quite a few injuries and setbacks, which makes me feel real bad that I'm letting cupcakes keep me from running marathons. Mm-hmm. You had some setbacks <laughs> in getting to this um, 70.3 Ironman. Kind of tell us a little bit about that.
3: So um, I finally found a bike. Um, I was so excited. I bought it from another um, teammate of mine, that, of my previous coach. And, for, I mean, I was so excited. $300, you know, mid-range bike kind of bike. Um, went to performance, bought all my items from them. Um, got Inside Out Sports to fit me for my bike. I mean, when I tell you I was excited, I was excited. I brought it home. Um, and true to fashion, you know, I did not read directions. You know, we talk safety at work, we talk safety, everything, and I didn't do the basic safety, which is read instructions. Um, mm. <laughs> so I put my bike on the trainer. Didn't know I need a mat to keep it from sliding since I'm on tile. <laughs> yeah, you know where this is going to anyway.
2: yeah. oh, go. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, we're I'm we're all clinching up. Like, oh.
1: <laughs> we're cringing. But go ahead. <laughs>
3: So, I, I, and I saw how they did it, I was like, oh, I saw how they did that at the bike store. I got this. Not a big deal. Well, I put the bike on, and I was like, hmm, I don't remember it being this wobbly at uh-huh. the store. Uh, a veteran triathlete or even a normal person would have not gotten on that bike, but I'm neither normal nor a veteran. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> so, I went ahead and got on the bike. I w- decided I'm going to take selfies of my shoes. Because I was in a wife theater. So let me tell you, I was in a wife theater, no bra and shorts. Mm. So I got on the bike. I got on the bike. It clipped in. I was so excited I was clipped in because I had gotten clips. started taking pictures of my shoes like selfies. All of a sudden, the front of the bike tipped one way and me and the bike tipped to the left. Mm. I, put, I put my arm out to stop the fall. But remember, I don't have a mat underneath my bike. Yeah. So all I did was slide from under me. And I came down with my arm extended um, and hit my head. I don't know if I hit it on the ground or I hit it on the wall. So I passed out for a minute, came to and realized I'm still clipped into the bike, but I'm hurting and I know I'm in trouble. Uh huh. So I kind of, but I didn't want to mess up on my bike. God knows, we didn't, we're not going to mess up my bike. Right. <laughs> anyway, oh my I'm
2: God.
3: <laughs> 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 so I, I unclipped, moved the bike gently out of the way, and when I try to put um, pressure on my, you know, like, to sit myself up with my left arm, uh, pain just went right through me, and yeah. I I didn't know if I had, I didn't know if I had broken it. Well, I don't know if I had dislocated you know, or something. Like, that, that's correct. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I decided to call my neighbor who used to be a trauma nurse. And um, well, I remember, I had my phone, so my phone had flown somewhere, so I had to find it.
2: Mm. I had to
3: take my shoes off because I was sliding everywhere on the tile. <laughs> oh
2: my! <laughs> and then wow. um,
3: so. I had to go unlock the door so my neighbor can come in. So I, she finally comes get me, takes me to the hospital. They had to give me, well, they tried to take an x-ray, but I couldn't because the pain was so bad. Um, at this point, we realized it's broken completely because uh, all the way across um, my left shoulder, I broke my arm. You know, broke, you'd think it's your arm, but it's part of your shoulder, so I broke it all the way across. Mm. And so they, so they couldn't take x-rays. So after three rounds of Dilatin and Valium, they were able to do like a MRI scan and see where the break is. The crazy part is they send you home with a fling. Mm.
2: <laughs> the, fling so and pain medicine?
3: Yeah, Percocet. Ugh. And, I, you know, so that's about, you know, Percocet or Hydropodon, I can't remember which of the two they gave me, mm-hmm. um, but they gave me, that's all they give you until I saw the ortho that Monday. And mm-hmm. the ortho was like, we'll let it heal on its own. I was like, what do you mean, heal will let it So he said, he, he, I, I'm thinking that they're going to be able to do surgery, put something in there, yeah. send me on my way. They're like, nope, we think it's gonna heal on its own. Six weeks go by, nothing, and then someone gives me a hug during one of the runs I was cheering at, and my whole arm swelled up. Ooh. So they look in there and realize that my it did not heal correctly, it healed side by side instead of uh, you know in front of each other. Yeah. So they had, so they had to re-break it. Remove my, my bicep, Three it, put plate and screws in. I mean, it was a time. But it was um, over three months and two almost a year and a half, almost two years of physical therapy. But, um, so I was trying to figure out what can kind I of name my bike? <laughs> and Nicky's, Nicky's came up with, Turner, and I turned like, her. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's niggas would come up with something like that <laughs> yes
3: i turn a, I
0: Turner was born oh my god wow
1: you have tommy and over here tommy Dude, and i over here cringy we're both like I
0: can't, I can't stand that I, I mean that is my biggest <laughs> let me knock on some wood that is my biggest fear in the world is to fall yeah. you know by myself so yeah.
1: i definitely i was gonna say that too, yeah like to, something like that to happen like at my place in I'm glad you had a neighbor, because yes. i was trying to figure all that out.
0: Ooh. Well, I mean, now, and see, that's a little, there's a story with me and Lily. Um, what year was that you came up here for Peachtree? Did you? you twenty? Was it 2016? She came up for Peachtree, yeah. and she didn't get a medal. I guess, uh-huh. you know, a lot of people don't know you got to buy the medal. Up, yeah, but, you
1: got to buy those. Um, she didn't get a medal.
0: <laughs> so she always hits me up like, where my medal at? <laughs> so, you know what? Go ahead.
3: These veterans don't tell you, India, that you need to buy. Right. You know, they don't get one. Exactly. So like, That's my first. But you know what? That was my first race back. You know? Oh. So I thought you would think that Tommy would feel sorry for me.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to hook you up
0: or something. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that was yeah, a year like, you know, like they didn't that. have any left. Because okay. like sometimes, you know, they have something. They didn't have any left. But anyway, so you know what, um, Lily? I'm going to get you a, a, a medal, but it's going to be a, a an emergency alert. <laughs> so if you fall again... Just, you, ain't right, no. just getting, you can just push blood. button. I'll
3: take it. I'll take it. But let me tell you, but you know, the funnier part is I'm sitting in the hospital, and the, and the nurses and everybody want to know why they call 911. I'm like, what do you mean call 911? I'm like, they're like, why did you call 911? They would have brought you right back. And I'm like, mm, I'm in a rice peter with no bra. No, thank you. Right, exactly.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no,
3: But when I tell you, that, when they finally did the surgery, I was so excited because the plate and when they put the plate and screws in they that meant because i started crying when he told me i needed surgery Mm. and he was like what's wrong what's wrong you know orthos and you know these doctors have great egos and they're really really good at what they're do at what they do right they sometimes their bedside manner is not all that great Mm -hmm, and um and and i and i made him we become like friends, right? Because I'm like, dude, you can't work on me and you don't talk to me. That's not gonna work. Um, so we so he's like, Why are you crying? I'm like, Because I can't I haven't been able to work out, been doing six days a week, now I got nothing He's like, You can start swimming. I was like, What? He knows no more tears. I can start what? He's like, You can start <laughs> swimming. But he said you have to he's like, You're gonna have to do one arm. I can do that. So I was doing one arm swimming after um like right before I came to Peachtree, I I started swimming and doing one-on one-on swims because wow. he finally cleared me to do that. So I was so excited to start doing something. He let me get on the recumbent bike. They did not trust me on the treadmill. I don't know why. Uh. Not like I'm clumsy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> not like you're clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know the following year, so year I started going to year therapy. Even with the swimming, I still had no range of motion on my left arm, and they couldn't understand why. Um, because I was going three times a week to, to therapy. I was swimming, you know, four times a week, and I still was not getting range of motion. Um, so they, he said, for normal people, we will leave you and continue to PT, but you're not normal, so let's go ahead and take your um, screws and plates out. But I had signed up for um, Publix. You know, when we did our team takedown, Right. Yeah. I had signed up for that. And I told him, I said, can I, well, I know the surgery. I know it's going to be, you're not going to let me run it because it's going to be only two weeks out, but can I walk it? <laughs> and of course he's like, you want to walk what? 26 miles? I'm like, yeah. Um, he's like, uh, okay. If you get, if you think you can walk it, go for it. But my coach next that my track coach at the time, said, nope, you can walk the half marathon if you want to, but you're not walking the 26.2. So I walked the half two weeks after my plate got removed. And then I was so excited. Range of motion back. Yay, I can swim, I can start doing everything, and then break my toe oh.
2: <laughs> in
3: Atlanta <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> two months later. So when I tell you it's been a time, India, I'm telling you, it's been an interesting time. And then fast forward to this year, I went from having, uh, I had to do a an, an, uh, fibro procedure, embolization, which we I just found out did not work, um, to, you know, breaking um, a rib, cracking a rib, not breaking, cracking a rib, mm-hmm. to um i my 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 middle finger i um ruptured my tendon so it, it's been one thing after another mm. but crossing that line yes. was a blessing
1: wow when i tell
3: you it was a blessing but storm duty almost killed me because i i didn't get off storm duty till like that wednesday before i had to leave that thursday to go to georgia so
2: mm.
3: um by, by the time i got to the run i could feel every ounce of exhaustion
2: no <laughs> sure
3: but i but i tell you when the you know the devil tried to to say no, and God said, Yeah, I got you. you. You just get to the starting lineup, and I'll get you from there. So He did, He carried me all the way through. And my friends and support I, I can't tell you how much the support and cheer squad does for you. Um, you know, I have friends that travel, friends that couldn't travel because of the storm. That but the, everybody from text messages to Facebook messages to my friends being there, my tribe is huge. I love it. My village, I was talking about my village, but me and Ike had a dance with Augusta, and we got through it. Mm. So now, um I finally bought a tri-bike, which I'm putting her together. But guess what her name's going to be? Tina.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is it Tina? That's right. Because <laughs> what's love got to do with it? Right, you? exactly.
1: That's right. <laughs> You know, Lily, I was going to ask you how do you keep going and kind of what keeps you pushing through all of these injuries because I'm sure there's a lot of discouragement that gets built up into each injury that comes. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you definitely said your your tribe and everyone helps you to keep pushing. Well,
3: you know, I I always consider myself a blessed, right? No matter what I I had going against me, I'm going to tell you, the hardest one, you know, was um, the breaking of the toe um, because I was, feeling so good, and finally, but then I have to shake it off. I give myself five-minute pity party, you know. You can have a pity party, but then you got to shake it off and get, get yourself up and keep moving. And I've been like that since, you know, I grew up in a really bad neighborhood, East Los Angeles. So um, you learn to survive. You learn to become, you know, above your circumstances. And the same thing here is, like, I always know God had my back. I always knew my friends had my back. So even when I'm having a bad day or feeling, you know, kind of, you know, like, not motivated... I've got a tribe of people saying, Hey, did you do your workout? <laughs> do you did things? And then I had a good coach. My I had to change coaches in February because my other coach couldn't and the coach that took over, you know, God blesses you with so many different people and she was a blessing, um, that I needed during that time. so I'm thankful to like I said, my village, my tribe. But you gotta stay positive. That's it's nothing if you don't take nothing away, so you gotta stay positive mm-hmm. to all of these and just be pushing through because um you know, it's like life, right? Life throws you curveballs, and what you do with that—either you hit it, or you, you know, swing and mess. And sometimes you swing and mess, but then you got to get back up and get back on the, you know, on the mound to, to take, you know, to do the hit. So,
0: understandable, definitely, yeah. definitely. Now, take us through, because of course, you know, you you did your sprints, and then you got to the seventy point three. Take us through the the actual. Um, seventy point three. Like, how did you feel? You know, going through that. I mean, were, were you thinking about you know the time you fell off of Ike? Are you were you thinking about when you you know you hurt your toe? Were you thinking about all of that as as you were going through the process, the actual finished product? So,
3: I get to the swim. I had done the tri camp. So, when, so I'm gonna back you up to the tri camp first. Because when I did the tri camp was huge for me, I did Augusta tri camp. So I tell anybody that's ever going to do a 70.3 or the 140.6, I've never done the 140.6, but that's in the horizon. Um, but the 70.3, um, I did the tri camp. So Augusta had the tri camp. I got used to the water. So I knew where my milestone was going to be, that I'd be excited to see that I knew I was almost done. Um, same thing with the bike. That, so we get there at two o'clock. And we get on a bike. We do a 30-mile bike ride on Friday. Then we um, go swimming. And then on Saturday, it's the run and and swim. Um, And then you do on Sunday the actual 56-mile bike ride. Well, on Friday, when I got there, it was 2 o'clock. And me and Heat, even though I've been training in the heat, me and Heat did not get along. Mm. So I get on my bike. I was still, you know, still not an, I was still not getting, I was still getting comfortable on my bike. You know, I had injury after injury. So I was still getting used to getting in an arrow position. Um, Alexis was like, you're going to learn to get an arrow. You're going to appreciate being an arrow. So I get on, um, so I get on the bike and I have a mini meltdown at mile six because it's hot mm. um, to the point that the sag, and sag means the last, that's the truck, that's the car that has the last biker. I was last biker. <laughs> mm. And she didn't think I was going to finish. She videoed me and everything else. But um, I, I threw water on myself. I put water. Um, luckily, I had Dolly and uh, Angela with me, and they're like, "It's just a training day. Relax. It's a training day." So I poured water, and I said, "Let's go." So we get back on the bikes and, and finish the 30 mile, the 32, the 32 miles of bike ride. And um, I was like, "What do I do?" I, I sent an AM too. Like I tried. It was Vaughn and Kalima, Heather, a couple others. I was like, "I don't, and my coach." I was like, "What do I do?" Um, Leslie. All of them were like change your nutrition we need to add another bottle let's do this you know so fast forward to that sunday um we did the. it was it's a a new course and we actually did the course and i did 100 times better on that bike ride so it gave me the confidence that i needed to know that i could finish this bike ride might be slow um but it i at least i know i could finish it so then when i get back to raleigh one of the girls that was at the tri camp said you need to ride with us julie and um and Connie were like, and Matt, they were like, you got to ride with us. So they started getting me more and more comfortable with the speed and the bike ride. So when I get to fast forward on to the 70.3, I wasn't concerned about the swim because i already done it. I was, uh, you know, I had worked hard up at, you know, for the Raleigh 70.3. So that gave me the confidence to then move into this. So when I get to the 70.3, I'm not, I'm nervous about the swim. The only thing I was nervous about the swim is I didn't want nobody swimming over me. And Helene was like, "Just kick hard, just kick hard, just kick hard." Because I, um, I'm claustrophobic. I was not trying to have somebody swim over you. <laughs> so anytime someone got near me, I just kicked hard, and mm-hmm. I kept swimming. I was like, "Let me." I saw people, a couple people panic. I, which didn't cause me to panic. So I'm just being able to, because I had done more open water swim practices and races, just so I can get comfortable. And then, um, and when I saw like the boat house, I knew I was almost you know, done. I take a minute to say, thank you, God, for getting me this far. And then, you know, head to the finish line, I mean, to the finish of the swim. I get to the bike, uh, Port of John Scott. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, get there, I get there, and transition doesn't mean you stay all day. But right before that, I started racing. I started racing. Um, a cu- Preston and a couple of them, I saw, they were like, it's a training day. Camu looks at me and is like, it is not a training day, it's a race day. But he said, you only get one first enjoy it mm. so i decided i was gonna i was going to enjoy all of the disciplines and just take one discipline at a time so i got to transition change clothes put my stuff on got my bike and i see Vaughn and halima they're cheering and um they're like you're doing great you're gonna you're doing great so every time you know i i, I you know i would start singing in my head i had those songs in my head that kept me going um champion from um am I trying to blank up her name but um Singer, um oh my god i can't think of her name but anyway um she um that that the, i put it on my video but um i got that i had that in my head and i was smiling the whole time because i was just enjoying the process and i was i had gotten so comfortable on these hills and everything else that i had worked on that i was like almost oh my god i'm checking people what on your left on your left <laughs> On your left.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and i was like and then i get to mile 35 and that well then i had to stop at each, you know, at each water stop, because I'm not comfortable yet grabbing my water bottle, so me and my coach had talked about it, and I told her, I said, I'm just going to stop at the water stop, grab my water bottle, still, you know, fill it back up, and then, you know, and then just take a minute, and then do what I need to do, and then keep going. She said, that's fine. Well, you know, it wouldn't be in true Ike and Lily fashion if I didn't fall on my bike. <laughs> sure enough, I fell at, at rest stop number two. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. <laughs> which, which, when I fell, I giggled. I was like, oh, my God, it is complete. We fell on the on the course so good. I got it out the way. Let me do <laughs> <laughs> Right. So
1: now the rest is good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. So uh, as I'm getting up, I hear people ask me, are you okay? I said, I'm fine. I'm giggling really hard. I got tears in my eyes because I'm giggling so funny. Because I thought it was so funny. Um, and then the, I hear this girl because I'm wearing a Betty kit. And one of the girls was like, "Get, Betty, get your ass up!" I'm like, "Got it." <laughs> 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 so when I tried to go for when I tried to put my arm on air, I realized I got pebbles on my on my you know elbows, pebbles on my knees. I had to, I started giggling and started you know clear them off and get back on my bike, and and I just start riding and um, I get to mile 35 and the bottom of my feet start hurting. So when I got to rest stop number three, because it's every 15 miles get to rest stop number three, I'm like, uh, I got you know, like the volunteers were amazing. I wish I had a red band for every volunteer that was out there. Mm. Um, because they give you give red bands to say thank you. And rest oh, okay. up to see how many they get. So um when I get to mile three I loosen up my shoes. I got water I had to get baffling under my armpits, um, you know, because for some reason I was shaping, um, which never happened before. Things that never happened are happening during the race, like the bottom of my feet hurting. I've never had that happen. Never had shaking under my armpits, you know, from the bike. Um, but here we go. Win the race. Not a big deal. Just do what you got to do. And then um, as I'm starting to start bike, my, my bottom of my feet still hurt. And I'm thinking, I got two choices. I can whine about it or I can pedal harder. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the my our motto in the tribe is, and sorry if I'm not allowed to trust, but it's pedal,
2: bitch, pedal. So <laughs> <what> I <laughs> yes. <laughs> so
3: I was like, let me get to the run. Well, darn. I got, you know, after my prayers, I have to tell you, when I got to that run, it was hot, 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 hot. I was like, oh, my God. So let me put ice in everything. So I had sponges going everywhere. I did, I did joke with people that told me, you know, that, you know, if you put um, ice or something cool in your private part that'll keep you cool. Mm-hmm. I told someone to say if you, see, if you see me running funny it might be a, a wet sponge. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I actually, goodness. I, actually, I, actually try, I actually
2: try to put
3: ice. Um big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> I thought I I thought I froze my you know uterus or <laughs> I I just Let me just take the ice out.
2: Oh my god! But I took it,
3: um, aid station to aid station. That's that was my thing. Every water stop was about a mile away. Mm -hmm. So I said, if I can run to if I can run to the water stop, I'll be doing okay. It was the slowest. um, Even when I broke my shoulder and had to walk, I think it was just about as slow as that to Mm -hmm. do the run. But at that point, I was like, I'm just in survival mode. I can feel my body from everything, you know, from the heat to working. Storm duty, everything just came crashing on that run. And I was just like, you know what? I, I'm just going to run, like I said, run to each water stop. And, uh, and and that's what I did. I saw people along the course and said, you're doing great, and kept going. I thanked the volunteers every chance I got because they were amazing. I'm like, can you just, I don't want to, t- just put the ice in my chest, please. I don't care if you see my boobs at this point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> give it all to me. so Just give it all.
3: So I had ice in my hat, had ice in my bra, had sponges. Um, in my back, sponges in my front, um, and then um, when I got to, and I saw Model 6, I think the DTA tent was there, Halima and Vaughn, Nikki Bailey, Katie, all of them, you know, Dawn, everybody was there, and um, but she and Halima with the signs, do epic shit, because, you know, that's been my motto, yeah. let's do epic shit, so when I saw Halima there, like, I got kind of teary-eyed, and then I was like, let me keep going, and then my son and... And daughter-in-law and my grandson actually came to the race. And when I saw them before the, the swim, it was wonderful to see them. But I did not expect to see them again until the run. So when I saw them when I finished the bike, you know, gave me energy. But during the run, they found ways of being at different spots, Aww. In the opposite of the BTA tent. So I had to give my son and, and grandbaby a kiss um, and my daughter-in-law um along the way and then at one point I said oh you know what I'm just gonna walk and there's my daughter wants them. oh I can't walk in front of them okay <laughs> I'm just gonna walk up here then I would see somebody else I know so it was you know so I used like little mind tricks to keep me going I mean you know we as runners do that anyway right yes we do <laughs> I'm like I'm like this is my happy place as hard as it is this is my happy place I have to you know remind myself this is my happy place and um that's to mile 11th I knew I was going to beat the clock. I because you have eight and a half hours to complete yeah.
2: everything. So uh-huh. You have
3: certain time. You have certain time frames. Like you have an hour and ten minutes to beat the swim. I think it's like five and a half hours for the bike ride, and then um, you know so eight and a half to, after that eight and a half hours total. So I knew at mile eleven that there was there was no way it's going to take me thirty minutes to do two miles. I knew I could do this,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: um, I started. Halima gave me a hug, and I started crying. And was like, "How are you crying? You're not finished yet, <laughs> <laughs> but I know that I'm gonna finish. <laughs> it's like, stay, no crying and try out for That's what she wanted to say. <laughs> right. But um, uh, but she she pat me on the, she patted me on the ass and said, "Move your ass," because so that's been my thing with other people, right? When I used to see people, I was like, "Move your ass! Now you're walking. What are you doing? Move right. your ass!" Right. So. I, I, so Michelle Moore made sure that um, I got a taste of my own medicine during the during the run. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and so I started moving, and then um, I and then I was like, I knew I was almost by the finish line. I was like, Oh, I got these sponges. Let me take this out. Let me take, you know, I don't want that picture to be with sponges in my in my breast and, and in my back, looking, <laughs> looking like the hunchback and nursing. <laughs>
0: oh, always so gotta I, be aware, picture ready.
2: Right.
3: Heck yeah! <laughs> and this is the first. Race ever, first race ever that i would like fall my pictures. But as I'm coming around the corner, I'm picking up speed because I was like, I see the finish line, I see the finish line, and then I'm like, God, please don't let me have this ugly cry during the finish line. Let me just make it past the finish line before I have ugly cry. <laughs> and I was like, please, 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 let me just smile and no ugly cry. So as soon as I finished, my son and daughter-in-law there, Vaughn and Halima are there, Don. Michelle, it was a bunch of them at the finish line and my son gives me a hug and I just lost it. Um, (laughs) I just started crying. It was just two and a half years it took to get to the starting lineup. So I tell you when I'm, I'm blessed. I felt extremely, extremely blessed to be able to cross
0: that finish line. Right. Definitely. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I, besides all the injuries and, and all of that, I mean, I'm still amazed that you only did sprints until you did this one. I mean, that's like just running, like, 5Ks and then, you know what, I'm going to run. That's Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, and then running a marathon. Like, I'm running 5Ks. Mm. No, not tomorrow. I'm not going to run Dedication. a marathon. Dedication. I mean, oh. that that is com- completely amazing to me.
3: Mm-hmm. I had a great coach, um, she, I have a great coach. Um, she's with Britt Fit, and she was amazing. She knew how to, we did the bare minimum on this training because everything I had, it happened to me, you mm-hmm. know, life and everything else, and she had me ready. And then behind the scenes, um, you know, Vaughn, you know, with her coaching also was helping me as well. So she was like my consultant, um, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so, you know, you got to surround yourself with the right people, right? And I, between my cheer squad my coach, you know, my tribe. I, I, and then, then I'm talking talk about my family members who are friends, but the family, you know, supporting me and praying for me. I, I tell you, I don't know how I could have survived the injury. Because when you live alone, what do you do, right? You don't yep. have to help a friend and family. Mm-hmm. And um, for my fam- all my family, like, you know, are in California. So friends become my family here. So it, it's a village. It took a village, but my coach had me ready. She made sure I was ready.
1: That's good. And you got through it.
0: You definitely did. And I, and like I said, Lily, when I when you finished, and I mean I knew you were going to be doing Augusta cuz I think I forgot when you were in town for the relay. You were in town with your friend um, when she was running with one fam and you had told me that you were yeah. going to run the, uh, you know, the, uh, 70.3 uh, when you're in town. So I already knew you were doing it, mm-hmm. but you know, when you look back and you know, when you finish and I saw your Instagram and you were, all your pictures look good. You didn't look like you were having an ugly cry or anything like that. You didn't even <laughs> look, you didn't look like you would actually race that day. You just, right. you looked that clean, but you had, it sounds like you had a lot of help, you know, maybe getting picture ready after, after you were done, but Mm-hmm. I was like, this is such a good story, and, mm-hmm. and and I knew it would be, and you telling it, it is a great story. It's very inspirational to me because, you know, I, I need to get off my butt, and, you know, anybody out there that's saying, well, I want to do this, and I want to do that, and using all kinds of little um, excuses of why, <laughs> to listen to this podcast anytime you think that, and yes. you can hear why you can fight through anything mm-hmm. to, to reach your goals. Mm-hmm. So when can well, we can say, you? go ahead
3: i'm sorry and then i was going to tell you but you know like you're talking about b so b was instrumental i mean every time i did my first of everything i know she hated missing Augusta, but every time i did my first like my first you know t- sprint try my first you know did half iron on relay she was always there too so again it's like you gotta you gotta surround yourself with the right positive people because toxic people just take away from you but positive people will keep you grounded and helping you move along you know um Gina, God, I mean, you see my—I don't know if you saw my Facebook post, but you saw that they, like, all my friends, you know, my tribe, my tri-tribe, like, triangle tri- triathlon club as well, you know, all came out to celebrate with me just this past weekend. So I'm blessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Day, so sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just oh, was blessed. Oh no, no you're fine. actually, with-
0: give credit where it's due. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I was just gonna ask, like, have you already planned for your 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 full Ironman?
1: That'll
3: be 2020, most likely, because I have to, you know, like, we, I, we only scratched my coach, and my coach had to come to Jesus' conversation with me this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, the problem is, is that I never really got into, because of all the injuries and all the, like, health issues I, I've i had, like, I'm, I'm going to have to have surgery in December, um, you know, everything I've had to go through this year, she was, like, I need your mind to get back into training. Like you got to train, you got to be disciplined. She says we only scratched the surface of it, so her preface is I don't plan a 2019 unless she can see some, cha- you know, some, uh-huh. you know, some major changes with training because it's a dedication. I mean, it's a huge lifestyle change that you're going to have to do. Sometimes you do three workouts a day. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know, um, so it's just it's just going to be a lot. That I do have, um, you know, I'm thinking about which two I'm going to do. So I'm going to do two 70.3s next year and then in 2020 can
0: tackle the work 40.6. Once again, amazing story. Um, t- so happy that you took time out of your day to kind of tell us. Now, did you have anything else that you wanted to add or say to the podcast audience uh, uh, You know, about your journey, anything that you wanted to add to that?
3: You know, just keep moving. Um, at the end of the day, just keep moving. Um, I tell you, it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's not just a fad. It's not because people are like, are you going through a midlife crisis? I'm like, well, there could be worse midlife crisis. Right? It sure yeah, could be. Exactly. Yes. Healthy. <laughs> yes, it sure could be.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But, you know, you can't let your circumstances dictate what you do. You've got to overcome those. And if you stay positive and you have faith, because, um, you know, my faith in God is kind of what gets me through. And surround yourself with the right people. It's amazing what you can do. Um, if you have the right tribe and the right village that that support you um i'm blessed to have two young men who support this my daughter-in-law and um you know support this and so i've got friends they all think i'm a little crazy my friends who don't do this but but you know they support it anyway you know they all know what i want for christmas either a related. <laughs> right. something to help me
1: my family's tired of giving me run stuff and i'm like but that's what i need <laughs> that's what i spend exactly, my money on <laughs>
3: exactly exactly so you know um yeah so just everybody just you
1: know just keep moving it's amazing how much your life will change right so lily if you could tell us maybe a couple things that you would tell someone that may be a runner now that may be potentially interested in being becoming a triathlete like what would be kind of the first things that you would tell them to kind of get started on that journey and that's not me. I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking. <laughs> I just wanted so, to throw that out there. <laughs> just No, no, no. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> like asking me, for a me. friend. <laughs> well, it
3: depends. You know, it's, you know, the first thing I would tell people is if you don't know how to swim, learn to swim, right? Um, my coach threw me into Master Swim. I was doing it by myself, and she's like, you've got to go to Master Swim. And it's amazing how much my swim technique changed you know from going to swim. that co- coach JP is amazing um at TAC and so he helped change I thought my form was good he was like eh, eh. and this changes so go to swim the first thing secondly I said st- I was able to share for Sean I mean Vaughn excuse me Sherpa means you support you're like there to, you mm-hmm. know, to help secure the bags get them on that, where they need to be so I got to do that in 2016 for Vaughn um I learned her and her friend Mags I learned so much just watching them. So if you're even interested in it, that would be my suggestion. Is you go watch a triathlete, what they do pre-race, what they do, you know, race day, what they do after race. Um, it's amazing what the prep goes in beforehand. The so the prep goes on race day. You know how you know nerves don't take nothing personal because it's not personally addressed to you. If they're snapping because they're just they're just in race mode. Right. And so go study somebody that's doing that because it, you'll watch, you know, on race day, if you can go Sherpa you can go volunteer or you can go help somebody who's going through it. A lot, of the, a lot of the triathletes, sometimes they have a Sherpa, sometimes they have to do it alone. So if you know somebody's doing it alone, go watch go h- offer to help them. Um, I asked Lauren to give me a list she did. And that in itself helped me to understand what I was going to have to do if I wanted to become a triathlete. So this is before I ever became one. I surfed for her. Um, I, I, I went and volunteered for other triathletes because I wanted to learn. I wanted to see what what worked for them, what didn't work for them. Kind of a deal. Um, a lot of people were amazed that I had never done a triathlon because of so much knowledge that I had gained. But I gained that by the people I surrounded myself with.
2: Mm-hmm. Secondly, if you're gonna
3: buy a bike, take somebody that's knowledgeable about a bike. Um, you know, I don't know that I would have ever bought an aluminum bike as my first. But you know, because he's because Ike is a tank, um, and and you'll feel it when you're run, you're riding. So you know, had I known then, I might have wanted a more carbon fiber. But it's a good starter bike. Mm-hmm. So before you start spending a lot of money, I say get somebody that understands it. I didn't even know what a component. I didn't even know what a clip was. Um, like I my, my previous coach was like, let me see your clip. So I handed my shoes that I just bought the cycling shoes. She's like, no, what's your clips? I will say those are. She's like, no, baby, this is shoes. Clips I was put on the shoes. A clip in the bike. <laughs> so get somebody that understands bikes to go with you go to craigslist go to you know you don't or even go to your bike shop your local bike shop inside out sports is my local bike shop and um and find and get a used bike it's not that expensive i paid 300 dollars for ice um so that you will understand how to you know if this is even a sport for you and right. and do a sprint you can mm-hmm. do a pool one so if you're okay in the you know in the you know like the first two I ideas, I could actually stand up if I wanted to and walk in the water mm-hmm. because it it was five it was a five foot pool, so you can do a pull try first and try and see if you like it. I like it, I like the challenge, I like you know going from one sport to the other sport to the other sport because it pushes my body, which is what I like um you know that's why we run marathons, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know for the most of us cap marathons and marathons is to push ourselves so A half Ironman is just a, a, you know, the course is a different beast. And there was times that I did not feel like working out, but I knew I needed to get it done. But for those that want to try it, I say go swimming. Go learn to swim if you don't know how to swim. If you do know how to swim, then get into a master swim class. Um, Go biking with friends, you know, and then, you know, and then, you know, keep running. But you got to have a plan, right? So I I got a coach. I knew I needed a coach. I knew I needed a hands-on coach. So I have that. Um with my coach I have now um, and then you know try it I would say if you have never done one try it you'll be surprised how much you will enjoy it
1: mm-hmm. okay okay Well, for those friends of friends that wanted to know that. So now your friends know. Now the friends know. So
3: India, we we can expect to see um, spring or summer of 2018, I mean 2019.
1: Mm, Not at all. Not at all. Maybe my friends, but not India. Good try, though, Lily. Good try. Tommy, I thought you were
2: going to do one with
3: me. You were supposed to do Augusta, (laughs) remember?
0: Anyway. The way my the way my kitchen set up with them cupcakes, I, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> anyway, but Lily, I I do do truly truly want to thank you for taking yes. time out of your day and, and giving us your story, giving us this inspiration today. Um, and we definitely definitely appreciate it.
1: Yes, yeah, very inspiring,
0: well, Lily. Thank
3: you both for having me. Of course, thank you both for thinking I'm I'm worthy of being on the show. So thank
0: you. Of course, great great. And be looking out. I'm gonna send you that medal. Be looking looking out for the <laughs> <laughs> life alert. <laughs>
3: <laughs> my, my medical alert medal. Yeah, your medical alert medal. <laughs> Yes,
0: indeedy. Uh, once again, thanks again, Lily. You try to have a good one, okay? You too. Thank you guys both. What a great interview with Lily. Oh, thank you, Lily Solomon, for taking time out of your day to speak with us and giving us that inspirational story about how you got to your 70.3. Yes, with
1: injuries
0: and all. That's exactly, injuries (laughs) and all. You might want to watch out. She might fall on you. Um, (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we're coming to the end of another great episode, episode 15. Thank you, everyone, that takes time out of your day to listen to us, to, you know, give us feedback, send us ideas on um, podcasts. We really, really, really appreciate it.
1: Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Now, India. Yes. If they want to get in touch with you, how do they get in touch with you? So
1: you can find me on Instagram at I underscore of underscore indigo with the E. -E E-N-B-I-G-O underscore runs. You can also find me on Facebook at India Cook or Miles from India.
0: And you can DM me at TMitch68 um, on Instagram or at the Run Duo um, Instagram page uh, or you can email me at thomaswmitchell2 at gmail.com Yes, yes, yes. Another, another great episode.
1: Another great
0: one. Well, I guess I'll see you in two weeks after you get back in the country.
1: Yes, that is <laughs> correct. <laughs> Just a little vacation.
0: Just, yeah. a little vacay. Just a little vacation. Thanks again, people. Have a Thank good one. Thank
1: you. Bye. Bye.